This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hello and welcome to Betting Weekly Extra Time, the Liga show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. With me, Rob Daly, to preview round 23 in a French football's top tier is Steve Wiss and James Easton, one of the best performing shows on the Bet Rivers network. We've been bettered right now by Syria and the Premier League, but it's tight at the top. We're still plus 12 points, uh, 12.65 units up for the season, which isn't bad going at all. Um, quick recap on the um, on the weekend. How do we get on, boys? Lorient sort of stiffed us, James, a little bit. Yeah, they did. We had a tough week last week, Rob. We, we lost overall. And if you look at how we've been performing since uh, League One return to action since the World Cup, it's been, we have to admit, a tougher period of six or seven matches than back at the start of the season when we were motoring. But... It will come good again, and we've obviously got the points in the bag from having had such a profitable first half of the season. So if you look at our total at the moment, actually, from a return on investment point of view, it's still holding up pretty well. So bad week last week, but we'll be back on it this week, I'm sure. Yes, you know, I I must apologise to the listeners. Um, it was the first week or year that I didn't actually have a winner. Um, I had three half losers and a full loser with Lorient. I think that was the real disappointment um, was Lorient's terrible performance against Angers. Um, but um, it is what it is. And um, really, you can only look forward in this game. You can't dwell on the past too much. You've got to learn from your mistakes. But um, I mean, the way I see it, you know, three half unit losers, it could have been worse. It's There's a way of limiting your losses sometimes. So um, you've just got to be positive going forward. But yeah, I was disappointed. And I think I'll tell you why, Rob, because sometimes you expect a poor week or a difficult week. I was really confident with my picks in the yeah, last Yeah, I, I mean, round. I came away for the last show with that vibe. Mm. Uh, all three of us, I think. Yeah. And, um, it was a weird one. That's, that's the game. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's not um, dwell on it too much. We move on and we've got four games to get through this week. Um, James uh, and Steve, pretty aligned in the kind of things they want to talk about this week. So um, we've got to start with this, this one of the standout games in, in France, and it is uh, the standout fixture of round 23, which is Monaco versus Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, this must be the Sunday late. Is it the Sunday late game? Saturday evening. Is it? Uh, Saturday yeah. evening. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, because, okay. it's because of the Champions League, Rob, because we have the Champions League coming back. Uh, PSG's games are <laughs> uh, they're going to be Tuesday all over against, the place. That's they're right. Tuesday. They're on Tuesday against Bayern. Of course. Are, yeah, it has, so to, has, to, has to be the Saturday. So I wonder if that comes into um, 
you guys' thoughts? Because it's a very tough game. Bayern have reinforced with Jao Cancelo and uh, Paris Saint-Germain have got their injury concerns at the moment. Yeah. Let's 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 get to the game itself then. Fourth versus first. Steve, what you got? Yeah, the pick I've got for the game is a bit of... Uh, I really think this is great value, actually. Monaco's team total goals over one and a half at a price of what plus 140. So I just need Monaco to score at least two goals for me in this match. It doesn't matter if they lost the game 6-2, I would still win. Um, I really think this is a great value pick because Monaco, as you know, I've had problems on this show with Monaco this year. But I actually feel like I'm personally um, predicting them a lot better recently. The problem I have with Monaco is their mentality. You don't know what sort of mood they're going to be in. Sometimes they sleepwalk their way towards victories and not that bothered. This is one of the few games you absolutely know Monaco are going to be up for. They are going to be fired up fully. They love playing against PSG. They've got a decent... Now, I'm not a man for head-to-heads either, as you know, Rob. But um, in the last seven league meetings... um, between these two teams, three Monaco wins, two draws and two PSG wins. So there's not many teams that are going to have that sort of head-to-head against PSG anywhere in the world. Uh, Monaco just love this fixture. They raise themselves for this level. And crucially, they have had a whole week off to prepare for this game. One thing I must say, we must mention, is there's a midweek round of Coupe de France fixtures. We don't know the results of those matches at the time of this recording, so anything could happen from those. But we do know Monaco are not involved, so they're fully focusing on this game. Um, Their last three matches against PSG at the Stade Louis Dirt in the league have resulted in a 3-0 win, a 3-2 win and a 3-all draw. So they have covered this goal line at home against them recently very, very comfortably. PSG, I think, have got issues. I think they're not playing that well. They're just coming into this game on the back of a match against Marseille in the Coupe de France away. Now, who we don't know who's going to play in that game. We do know it's going to be a bruising contest and they, they could be tired. Then they're looking ahead to Bayern Munich and the Champions League is a big priority for PSG. So they could, you know, I'm not saying they're going to rest and rotate players here, but they, they will have an eye on that match. And um, finally, I think now they've got a bit of a gap at the top of the league after Marseille's surprise defeat last week, um, they can almost afford to lose. If they lose the game, it's not really going to impact them too much. They're still going to have a decent lead at the top. I think they're going to have their heads elsewhere. I think Monaco are playing good football. Monaco, for me, I think Monaco actually win the game. Um, but I certainly like them to get two goals or more, Rob. So, plus 140, Monaco's team total over one and a half. Yes, uh, plenty of that I agree with on this game, Rob. I've got a pick on the match as well. My pick is Monaco plus 0.25 on the Asian handicap at minus 110. So with this pick, if Monaco win the game and if the game ends in a draw, you'll make a profit. And like Steve, I'm I'm confident that Monaco will be extremely competitive here and have got a good chance of getting at least a point. Um, I think it was three shows ago we said, are we entering a period now where it becomes smart to oppose PSG on the Asian handicap because they're not going to be winning games by big margins. Um, I think that's been the case. Uh, I backed Toulouse last weekend, plus two on the Asian handicap against PSG, which paid off for us. I feel at the moment with the Champions League nearly upon us that the league, as Steve has alluded to, it's not really the priority for PSG. They don't need to be winning games like this against Monaco. They do have a good points cushion at the top. And this is the least important of the three matches that 
PSG have got in the space of a week. The French Cup game at Marseille is absolutely huge uh, away from home. As Steve said, that's taking place after we record, but maybe people who don't follow League One football and French football closely are, are not aware just how seriously PSG do take the French Cup. They try to win that every single year. It's not one of these competitions they write off. They want to do the domestic double every year. And playing Marseille in the French Cup just makes that game even bigger. And then, of course, next Tuesday, they've got Bayern Munich in the Champions League. And we all know the Champions League is the most important competition of all. So this league match, sandwiched in between those two massive cup fixtures, is the least important of the three games to PSG. And I think the manager, Galtier, will be tempted to rotate with the game taking place just three days before the Bayern Munich match. We know Kylian Mbappe will be out, which is a huge loss in attack. Will Neymar play? He's had injury problems recently. Back in the squad for the midweek French Cup game, but there's no guarantee he'll play here. So for me, the timing of this game is absolutely crucial. It works in Monaco's favour. Monaco are in fantastic form themselves. They've won five and drawn two of seven league games since they came back from the World uh, World Cup. So everything here is pointing towards Monaco getting at least a point out of the match. And that's my pick on the game. It's Monaco plus 0.25 on the Asian handicap, and it's available at minus 110. Given the injury issues that they continue to have an attack and, you know, Messi misses the old game, and it's no surprise they were trying to reinforce up front in the in the window with Hakim Ziyech, but it obviously didn't didn't happen for them. So I, I, I saw, caught, saw the highlights of the, the Toulouse game. They obviously fell behind to like a show the favourite, that free kick from Branko van den Boom. And, and then it was two long-range goals already that won the game through Hakimi and Messi. So my question to the two of you is, how are PSG actually playing? Do they look good? Uh, right no, now? not particularly, in my opinion. I mean, you look at that game against Toulouse, which I was frustrated that I lost half a unit on, again, on the over three and a half, 3.25 goal line. But really, Toulouse could have got something out of that game, in my opinion. If you look back, they had a massive chance late on to equalise two all. Um and I think at the moment, PSG, I've got just a couple of other stats that I want to go through with here yeah. about uh, yeah. PSG um, in terms of their defence is not very good recently. In the last 10 games, they've only had two clean sheets and those are against Auxerre and Angers. Did that, does that well, even really count? Exactly, um, yeah. 12 goals conceded <laughs> in that period. Um, so the defence is not watertight at all. And that is partly because they've had injuries in there. Kimbembe has been uh, missing and Sergio Ramos has had bits of time off um and they're just if Messi wasn't around at the moment I'm mm. wondering just how many points they would have picked up because Messi's been the key man yeah and, and also they've only actually played two sides since we returned to action after the World Cup who have been in very good form and they didn't win either of those games they drew yeah. 1-1 at home to Rance who we know were in good form going into that game and they lost 3-1 away to Lance who were in very good form when they met them. They've also lost 1-0 away to Rennes. So when they've come up against good teams in this period, since we returned to action after the World Cup, they have struggled to win games. And you could argue the Monaco side they face this weekend is the best team they will have faced since we did come back to League One action. So it's a very tough game for them. Monaco had good team news. They've coped well with the sale of Badiashile to Chelsea. Uh, They've got great options up front. Uh, Minamino came into the side last weekend and produced the best performance we've seen from him since he joined Monaco. So their tails are up. They go into this game in good form. And I think Monaco will be confident they'll they'll, 
they'll at least get a point here. Okay, uh, very quick on James. Maybe you just take this one quickly because Monaco are in Europe, and I remember the disappointment. Mm. Steve, especially, emphasising this earlier in the season about the disappointment of them fluffing that Champions League playoff. Well, th- actually, third qualifying round wasn't it? I think I don't think it was a playoff. Um, so, how important is the Europa League to them? Because they play, they are in the knockout playoff thing before the round of 16, aren't they, against against Leverkusen? How much is that in their minds at the moment? It is important to them. Monaco are a good European side. We've obviously seen them do well in the Champions League down the years, but they they always take Europe seriously. Um, certainly the brief from the top of the club at Monaco in the last three or four years has been to go for all trophies equally. So it will be in their thoughts, but I would say finishing in the top three in League One this season is probably a bit more important. Right. And with this fantastic form they've had since late December when we returned to league action, they're pushing really, really hard for that. They missed out at the death last season on a place in the top three. So that is the focus. They want to get into the Champions League uh, this season. And yeah, I think if you were to ask the Monaco players which of the two games, if they had to pick, is more important, this one or their European game, I, I think they would pick this game against PSG. Okay, compelling case for Monaco to uh, at least do some damage to Paris Saint-Germain uh, in round 23. Uh, let's get the picks again just before we move on because that was a long section. Uh, Steve, you first. What were they? Yeah, Mon- Monaco team total goals over one and a half at plus 140. Yes, my pick, Rob, is Monaco plus 0.25 on the Asian handicap, and that's at minus 110. Okay, well, we can stay with Toulouse um, because they take on Wren this weekend. I saw Jed Spence, who's online from Spurs, England youth defender. Looked like he had a promising debut going yeah. forward. He's there with Joe Roden, of course, now we're also of Spurs. So Toulouse, unfortunate perhaps to lose at Paris Saint-Germain. You've both got a pick here, 12th versus 5th in the table at the moment. And um, James, you can get us going first on this one, please. Yes, pick on the Toulouse versus Ren game this weekend. Rob is over 2.75 goals, which is available at minus 103. So the over 2.75 goals market means that if there are three or more goals in the game, then you will make a profit. And if you look simply at the stats, everything points towards this being a high scoring match. Um, 16 out of Ren's 22 matches this season have had three or more goals. 15 of Toulouse's 22 matches have had three or more goals, which means that 70% of all games involving these two teams this season have had three or more goals. On that basis alone, it should be high scoring. And for those who've been watching these two teams, that is exactly how they've played. They have both had uh, defensive problems and they're both pretty dangerous going forward. And we've seen that since... Uh, the World Cup as well, in, in 14 matches since the World Cup for these two teams, 11 of those games have had three goals as well. So the form more recently of the two sides points towards there being goals in the match. And I also think the way the game is set up, Rob, suggests it'll be a, an open match um, because Wren have fallen a little bit off the pace at the top of the table. They are now six points outside of the top three. Yeah. And Ren's focus this season um, is not to get into Europe. It's actually to get into the top three. That's what they're aiming for. They will not be happy with a top four or a top five position to qualify just for Europe. They're going for a top three spot. So I think the fact that they're six points off the top means that they'll look at this game and they'll go for the win here. They're not going to sit back and settle for a point. And I think they'll be aware of something that we've often flagged up on this show this season, which is that Toulouse generally struggle 
when they face teams who, like Wren, are currently above them in the table. So I think Wren will look at this game and I'll think, okay, it's a tough game, but it's a winnable game because this is a sort of match that Toulouse often do drop points in. So I would expect Wren to go into this game and have a real go, focus on their attacking strengths, try and get the points, all three of them. And I think that approach will just be another reason why it's likely to be an open and high-scoring encounter. So for me, both the stats here and also the way the game falls and uh, the current standings of the two sides suggest it will be open. So I'm very happy here to back the game to have three or more three or more goals. This is one of those nice ones where you you two seem aligned, doesn't yeah. it, Steve? Yeah, I've got the exact same pick, Rob. Uh, over 2.75 goals at plus 100. Um, I didn't really want to get involved in any matches that involve teams in the Coupe de France this weekend, but there wasn't many choices available. This just stood out as a goal game. And um, it's interesting, Wren, in all of their away fixtures this season, uh, has been both teams scoring 100%. So I did actually look at that price, minus 148. You could do an awful lot worse than backing both teams scoring. But why take that price when you can get plus 100 here on over 2.75 goals? It's not far off it anyway, I mean, it. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Realistically, uh, I think uh, there's goals here. I actually think Ren are going to win the game. Toulouse have um, have got a big uh, Coupe de France match oh. against Reims at home. I think that's a really tasty game. I actually hope whoever does win that has a decent run in in the competition. But um, Toulouse, I really like watching Toulouse play football this season. They play a lovely open game, attack style, and um, you know they don't keep many clean sheets just two at home all season but they very rarely don't get on the score sheet either only Monaco at home and PSG home matches have they failed to find the back of the net so we know they've got plenty of goals in them Ren have had big problems away from home they, they've really struggled away from home since the World Cup break especially and I think normally this one might be a problem but they've they've got a full seven days to prepare for this game and I think physically they're going to have a little bit more about them here which um which might give them the edge and I say I think Ren actually win the match they show their quality a couple of goal scorer bets that you could look towards here not official tips but uh Guiri is in great form for Ren plus 270 any time scorer um he's really stepped up since Martin Terrier has gone down injured and a good old favorite Franco van den Boomen again, <laughs> he's yeah. finding some form both scoring and assisting at the moment, plus four ten anytime score. He's on those penalties. Remember he's on those free kicks. So um, I think over 2.75 goals as at least three goals in this match, in my opinion, probably more. So I think this, this, this goal line fully covers. It's just an obvious match. Good game to watch this one midday UK time on, um, on Saturday, that's uh, what seven a.m. Eastern in America. Get your get your alarm clock set early and um, <laughs> and get watching this one. I think it's going to be a great game. I was I was I was quickly trying to look up like a I don't, I don't know whether to call them James Eastern specials for like a shot on target yeah. on uh, on Van den Boomen. Yeah, um, he's I mean he's one of those players who if you were compiling a list of the most important players in League One, as opposed to the best players, he'd be right up there. I mean, you know, you could argue he'd be on the list for the best as well, but absolutely crucial for Toulouse. Just on the price there, Rob, I had that as minus 103. Steve's price of plus 100 is more up to date than mine, because I know Steve checked the price. Well, that, uh, I was actually course. confused. I did just look at our picks on yeah. um, 
from the messages and uh, no it's yes that, so. yeah i took the price from last night when i was doing my research but so you liked has... it even at that price i did yeah and I, I know steve has checked the prices this morning just before we've recorded so it's actually a little bit better at the moment at plus 500 Great. okay yeah. that's a uh, toulouse wren uh let's go to nice uh Ajaxio. and what a massive win for nice uh this weekend uh 3-1 victory at marseille um i've got some questions for you about how nice are going to line up in the coming weeks but let's just get to the picks first uh Ajaxio struggling we know that we seem to bring them up every week so um who wants to go first let's go James James what you got here yeah my pick here is Nice minus 1.0 on the Asian handicap against Ajaxio which I've got at minus 103 so with the minus one goal Asian handicap pick if Nice win the game by a single goal then you get your stakes back and if they push on and win it by two or more goals, which I think they're fully capable of doing against a very poor Ajaxio side, then you make a profit. And yeah, you're right. It was a huge win last week for Nice. They won 3-1 away from home at Marseille. And it's just the latest in a remarkable run of results yeah. for the interim Nice manager, Didier Degard, who has had as positive an effect having taken over as a manager as I think I can remember, actually in League One in recent seasons. The change in not just form, which is excellent, but also mood at the club since uh, Didier Degard was appointed interim manager at Nice last week has been uh, last month, sorry, has been absolutely exceptional. So since he took over, Nice were on this incredible run of results. They won four, drawn one and lost none. And they've beaten some of the top sides in France. Obviously Marseille last week, but they've also beaten Lance. Yeah. 1-0, they've beaten Lille, and they've drawn against a very good Rance side who were in form when, when they went up against them. So, yeah, full credit to Degard for doing a remarkable job. And it's not just how he set the team up on the pitch, which is quite straightforward. He's got them playing in a, a 4-3-3 formation with players in the right positions, which is working very, very well. But his demeanour and his discourse in talking to the media have been a textbook lesson really in how to be an interim manager. Actually, um, he's not asking for the job full time. He's not expecting the job full time. He's pretty upbeat without getting carried away. He's clearly very proud to have the niece job. Um, having been a former niece player and very fond of the club was already on the coaching staff. So the change of mood at niece has been exceptional and we knew they were better in terms of the squad and the players Absolutely. that they had. Yeah. And they were doing in the first half of the season, all they needed was a change of mood. And Degard has supplied that. Um, so I think the chances of them winning this weekend at home to a pretty poor Ajaxo side are good. And I think with our pick, it allows you to back Nice at a good price. And as I say, you'll get your stakes back if they win by a single goal, and then you'll make money um, if they win by two or more goals. I think the only slight question mark I have against Nice is that this will be a different type of challenge to the one that they've faced so far in that they're going to have to unpick a team who are just going to come and defend and actually if you look at some of those wins that they've had since Degard took over they've been playing against sides who've been going at them and been quite open and they've taken advantage of that. Ajaxo will not do that they would take a nil-nil draw now so it will be a different challenge for Nice but I think given their form and given how they're playing I'm very happy to back them to continue this fantastic run this weekend. 
got the exact same pick here. Nice minus one Asian handicap. I was glad this one kind of fell into my breadbasket this week, to be honest, Rob, because uh, it's just an obvious selection, the most obvious of the whole week. Uh, so it does better than last week's Lorient selection in that respect. But let's just, I'm just going to have a little bit of word about Ajaccio here. They're not a good team. We know that. They've got problems defensively. Ishmael uh, Diallo suspended for his handball last week. Uh, Miembo's a doubt with an injury. Kone's a doubt with an injury. Mangani is. That's quite a lot of defensive-minded players. Um, we know they struggle defensively anyway. They conceded 39 goals. They really struggle offensively as well. Second worst XG in the league. And uh, they've only scored 18 goals. And they're the sort of team that you, you actually expect them to underachieve in XG because if they're played through one-on-one, you just don't fancy an Ajaccio player to score. You kind of factor it in, actually, that they might get a couple of chances, but they're probably not going to score. So I think Nice can probably have enough here. Degard, I must say, I thought he was going to be a one-game wonder, but um, he's been exceptional, hasn't he? Um, both... I, initially, I thought he was just a motivational manager, but he's actually tactically been quite good as well. So I really like what I've seen from him. And um, I'd expect Nice to win this fairly comfortably. Another angle you could look at look at if you wanted to. Nice to win to nil is at plus 116. And Ajaccio not to score is minus 120 if you do fear the nil-nil or the one-nil. But uh, I'll take a one-nil here if we have to and we'll get a push. So Nice minus one Asian handicap and minus 103 should be a comfortable home win on the Friday night. Okay, yeah, minus 103 is the uh, present price. Just double-check that as well on the uh, on the Bet Rivers website. You can find all of the uh, prices at betrivers.net. A quick one before we get into the final game because James has got an extra pick uh, and we've got to finish soon. But how are Nice going to play with Terry Moffey and um, mm-hmm. Gaetan Laborde? Have we had a bit of an insight into that? It's a good question, yeah. Well, Gaetan Laborde is quite a versatile player. He's obviously been great as a centre-forward, but he can play on the on the right. He can play on the left. So it looks like if we are going to see Nice continue with the 4-3-3 that Degard likes, it does look as though Gert on the board might be the player that has to move out. Play wide, yeah. 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 Of course, we've got Nicolas Pepe as well, who is out injured at the moment. Um, so in theory, you could have very exciting front line. That's there, a Pepe. good front three, isn't it, it feels like. So, yeah. so great yeah. front three. You've got Kevin Turam in midfield, who is an absolutely brilliant we're, player. We're a big fan of him, yeah. Should have gone to the World team. Cup with France. It's a good team on paper. So yeah, it looks as though They'll build that attack around Moffy. Everyone will have to fit in around them, but I think it could be quite effective. Okay. Uh, James, final game. We're going to stick with Marseille. Um, to see uh, Ruslan Malinovsky scored a very nice goal. I think it was his first for Marseille, wasn't it, since he's joined from Atalanta. Um, but it obviously couldn't prevent them losing uh, 3-1 at home to Nice. That ended a brilliant run for them. Um, James, give your pick and Steve, maybe some pithy comments off the back would be very handy. Yes, I'm back in Marseille to win at Clermont this weekend, but they're a short price to do so, as you might expect. So I'm back in Marseille, minus 0.75 on the Asian handicap to get better odds. It's available at minus 108. Um, And it's still a simple pick on Marseille just to win the game. You will win with half your stakes if they win by a single goal, and you'll win with your full stakes if they win by... Uh, two or more goals. This is actually a pick for Steve as well as for me, Rob, because there's nothing worse than opposing a team who you know are not very good and then they manage to pull a result out of the bag. And then when you don't back them, they go and lose. And that is exactly what Claremont <laughs> have been doing to us recently. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we both oh, got they tripped did, up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they tripped us up by getting a point we did not expect them to get against Lille when Steve in particular had flagged up Claremont as one of the weakest squads in the division. So yeah, after tripping us up, we sort of went cold. 
on Claremont, left them alone. And then last weekend at home to Monaco, they were absolutely terrible, especially in the first 20 minutes. So they found themselves 2-0 down last weekend at home to Monaco and never really looked like they were going to get back into the game. So I think what we saw last weekend was more like the real Claremont, actually. A team who have managed to get themselves in a good mid-table position, but when they come up against a top side in League One, they can be totally outclassed. And I think having seen Monaco do that to them last week, I'm happy to back Marseille to do the same to them this week. I know Marseille have got this big French Cup game in midweek at home to PSG. It's going to be 60-odd thousand people at the Velodrome for that. But I think they've got the squad, actually, Marseille, uh, to cope. They don't have a huge squad, but I think there's a couple of players they can move in and out of the side if they need to. They won't need to be uh, particularly strong, I don't think, to win this match. Simply a question of a difference in class here. And Marseille, as we know, are gunning for a top three spot. And I don't think they've ruled out actually a, a title challenge yet. So their focus will be good. They'll be up for the match. They should have the quality. And I think, yeah, from what we saw last weekend, I don't see Claremont putting up much of a fight here. So very happy to back Marseille on the Asian handicap to win this game. This was going to be my number one pick of the week, actually. But I bottled it because my tail's a little bit down. And then I remember Marseille have got the big midweek Coupe de France match. I look back, they don't have a good record, actually, when it's the third game in a week this year. Just two wins in eight matches. So that put me off. But I'm glad you've gone for the pick, James, because Clermont were absolutely terrible against Monaco. And I said, didn't I, a few weeks ago, if you back them blind every week against them, you're probably going to make profit this year. So hopefully they, they play just as bad. Okay, good stuff, gents. As always, that's all we have time for on the Betting Weekly Extra Time League Arts Show, brought to you in association with Bet Rivers. Follow everything the guys say and all the experts on the network at Because We Win on Twitter. And the prices are available at the Bet Rivers website. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.